Melissa, Netflix uh-huh. is 25 years old this week. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know that. I knew that Netflix was older than I thought it was, that it took a while to reach a, a young teen me for me to hear the word of it. But mm-hmm. I, I would not have guessed 1997. Yeah, I I saw a tweet from their account uh, today, but it was a tweet from two days ago uh, that said that Netflix is turning 25 years old. So I guess happy quarter century to Netflix. Oh, my God. Wild. Do you want to know movies that came out in 1997, movies that are one Netflix old? Yes. How 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 old are. Yes. Netflix is one Batman and Robin old. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Netflix is one Men in Black old. Netflix is one fifth element old. Congratulations. Good stuff. That's kind of wild. One Airbud old. Both franchises, both titles that have gone on to tremendous longevity and legacy. Wow. Airbud. But 25th anniversary of Airbud 2. <laughs> Special collector's edition 4K steelbook. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, Melissa, do you have a fond memory of like renting a certain DVD from Netflix or like a family movie night or something mm-hmm. like that? I tried so hard to convince my parents to get us a Netflix subscription because I was a big TV kid and I really uh-huh. wanted access to all of the TV DVDs because Blockbuster had some but they never had enough and like right. buying one of those is like okay I have to set aside $30 if I want season one of Bones uh, so I I tried my hardest I did research I made a PowerPoint I think this was <laughs> dad's way of getting my getting me some Microsoft Office skills he's like make me a PowerPoint about why you want Netflix and maybe I'll get it And he never got it. I did not have Netflix during the DVD mailing age, but I tried. Wow. So you skipped out on the whole DVD thing. Yeah, never had it. Also, we lived very close to a blockbuster. We were a big blockbuster family. That was our Friday night ritual. We were always there. I could walk to the blockbuster if I wanted. So I guess dad was like, we're just always going to end up at blockbuster. Why am I paying for this other thing? Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I so I I have a fond memory of watching the TV show Alias with my parents. I looking back now, I couldn't tell you a thing that happened in that show. Uh huh. Except that that like we, I think we eventually fell off of it. I don't think we ever actually finished it. Because uh, it got to be one of those shows where they were just trying so hard to keep the the, the plot twists coming and yeah. stuff like that. And it was like, wait, but I'm actually your brother who you thought was dead this whole time. And then the next season is like, ha I fooled you. I'm not actually your brother. I'm your sister. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> wait, what, what, who, what? And it just got to be these like ridiculous plot twists that everyone was somehow related to everyone. I'm your yeah. cousin. I'm your this. And then, yeah, I came back from the dead and was just like, OK, we're done. <laughs> right. Every week they got to find a reason to put her in a new wig. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but that like I like d- d- despite all of that, that was like 
the first television show that I got into with my parents. That's what we watched religiously, um, like on as much as we could, right? Because you had to rent the DVDs. They had to mail them mm. out to you if they were available. If not, you had to wait for one to come in and then they would mail it out. And then a DVD back then had what, like three, maybe four episodes on it. Uh And that was it. And so you could watch that in like a night or two and then you had to send it back and then you'd wait for the next one to get there. And so it was just this really slow process of watching this, these, these shows. Um, But that was always a fond memory for me. That's nice to hear. Yeah. I never got to have exactly that. We were blockbuster people. Do you have any important blockbuster memories? I'm collecting these. Blockbuster memories. Um, I mean, I I always uh, like rented video games and stuff. That was the big thing for me. If I was going to rent something, it was going to be a video game. Um, I remember renting Final Fantasy X uh, from from Blockbuster, and I loved it. That's one of my favorite games of all time. I'm currently replaying it right now with my girlfriend mm. uh, so I can share that experience with her. Uh, and it's it's kind of a ridiculous game looking back on it. Um, but uh, other memories, I, I always have a vivid memory of the Silence of the Lambs cover, <laughs> right? They're just like yeah. white face with the butterfly on the mouth. Uh, all of, all of the, that, like that just sticks in, in my head as I was perusing all of the, the stuff. Like, what are these movies? I've never heard of these. Um, other good ones i like that was the era of like three ninjas right oh like, yeah beverly hills did they have a beverly hills ninja what am i thinking they of? did there was okay. both a beverly hillbillies movie and a beverly hills ninja and, and this is hills even before we got to beverly right? hills chihuahua <laughs> good god <laughs> uh, but but yeah i i remember stuff like three ninjas I remember renting uh, like uh, the never ending story. Uh, yeah. Stuff like that. Those were always hits back in the day. Good stuff. Uh, I am going to a trivia night in a couple weeks where it's one of those like church basement fundraiser type sure. trivia nights. And this is the first one I've ever been to where there's a prize for table theming. Like your table doesn't just get a number or even a name. It's like you have to you won't have to have a theme, but you may have a theme. You may decorate it. You may show up in costume and then you could get a prize for that. Nice. So our team's theme is Blockbuster. Great. You guys need to have that that big sign behind you. You need to be in the (laughs) uniforms with name tags. Oh, no. (laughs) That'd be great. No, we're going to cloth. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Well, we're going to do the blue tablecloth with like yellow, like plates, and napkins and stuff to represent the logo. I think I want to get some balloons, like blue and yellow balloons. I think you could get a balloon cool. there. Um, we're going to have like a little gumball machine on the table because they always nice. had a big one. Oh, yeah. Stack up some old VHS tapes as a centerpiece, you know, get some popcorn, get some movie theater candy. That's awesome. And we're not going to dress as employees. <laughs> we decided we were going to dress as blockbuster movies, by okay. which we mean. 
mainly 90s movies, but you could go up to 2010 if needed. Okay. <laughs> Anytime okay. during Blockbuster's primary life. So I also have to come up with a 90s movie costume. There's supposedly some new Blockbuster related show, right? With uh... on, Coming on Netflix. Yes, I have heard oh, of this. Okay, Interesting. I, I've, I've not heard much. I, I just saw something on Twitter as I was scrolling by. I was like, oh, it's a... Uh... Agent Jimmy Woo working at Block Master there, right? Yes. Randall Park. Um, but that's all that I know about all of that stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 203 (laughs) of the Whatnots Captain's Log, where every week we thirst for the taste of legend. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Hello, Melissa blockbuster memory from you what what's what's your your like i mean apparently you were a blockbuster family but like what is yeah was there there a prized rental that like you went (laughs) back to time and time again and that was your favorite one or something like that yes yes uh i would rent this one tape of pokemon episodes over and over again i would frequently rent those tapes that had like three pokemon episodes on them right yep but the one i rented over and over was the one with that episode where they find out that james from team rocket is actually from this really rich family the bosses him around and they're like and his parents fake their death and he's like I could get my inheritance now, but they had a stipulation that I had to get married. And I really hated the girl. They said that I was supposed to marry when I was a kid. I don't want to do it. Interesting. And Jesse and me out there like, we need that money. We're going to make you do it. And then it turns (laughs) out his parents faked their deaths just to get him to come back, just to marry this mean lady who looks exactly like Jesse. It's very romantic. It's very funny. (laughs) I would rent memories, too. I would rent that one episode constantly until I was able to like catch it in reruns and tape it for my own. And my dad didn't have to keep paying for me to watch one Pokemon episode many, many times. That was smart. <laughs> Man, back in the day, you had to VHS record your your own. I still have them. The I still have Great. all of my Pokemon VHS tapes. Wow. The, uh, like, all the ones that I made ones or the, the yes. ones. You, uh, OK, <laughs> no hand recorded wow. hand labeled. I would catalog them. I would like give each tape a label and the tables, the labels were like Pokemon, Pokemon Two, more Pokemon, even more Pokemon than before. And I'd write down what episodes were on each one and I write down a description of the episode. I had like a multi page word document that, that cataloged my deep interest in Pokemon. This is what X- I did from Excel ages 10 to, to like track of it all. <laughs> I wasn't that nerdy. It wasn't an Excel sheet. It was a Word document. But this is what I did up until I was like 13, maybe too old to be doing this. Wow. Uh, and that's why I had to pivot to Lost immediately. It's like I need a new obsession that's slightly <laughs> that's more mature, that's more adult. Lost there is the go. thing. I'm I'm currently in the middle of the final season of Lost of my Lost ah! rewatch with my girlfriend. Wow. Um, they uh, they have kind of figured out. Jack has seen the lighthouse now. Is is ah. kind of where we're at. Um, so yeah. Um, man, good times, good stuff, good stuff yeah. back in the day. 
I still dream about Blockbuster frequently. It is one of the major settings for my dreams. I have a lot of (laughs) panic dreams where I'm a little kid and my dad takes me to Blockbuster and I don't know what I want. And he's like, if you don't pick something right away, you're just not getting anything. Like we're getting in the car and we're going home. Oh, man. So it's like this stress dream about a type of stress that doesn't exist anymore that I haven't needed to deal with for 20 years, but it's still like so deeply ingrained in me. And it's not one that will like negatively impact your future. It's not like, oh, man, if (laughs) if you don't pass this test, like you're not making it into college or or like if if you don't do this one, like, right. It's not that stuff. It's just like, well. If you don't pick out a movie, you won't be entertained for for the next two hours. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just like, sitting there like, oh, God. It's so low stakes. Like, we had cable. We had a full selection of VHSs and DVDs. My dad would run a movie. My brother would run a movie. It's not like I was responsible for the family's <laughs> one movie. Like, I would have had other things to watch, but that's funny. no, like. I think just the feeling of being a little kid and being overwhelmed and knowing like I would probably like these things, but I have no context for anything. Dad's not like recommending movies to me. He's not like, uh, you'll like this one. He's like, no, I'm getting you know, whatever the latest action movie is. I don't I don't know how to help you. Just, just find it on your hero. own. Here we go. Right. He's like, <laughs> he's holding up two movies. He's like Schwarzenegger, Seagal. What do I want? <laughs> Exactly. He's busy. How about we get into some pop culture news that we missed from last week? And this week, I guess we can talk. Yeah, because last week we we had to push all of that stuff because we were too, too, too busy talking about other things. Um, All right. So we we have a bit of pop culture news to catch up on. Nothing too like in depth. Or anything like that. But we got some Marvel and DC news, some HBO Max news, some Netflix news, uh, stuff like that. Uh, Let's start with Shazam and Aquaman. Oh, yeah. So Shazam Fury of the Gods and Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom have both been delayed. Uh, Shazam is now delayed to March 17th, 2023 which was when the next Aquaman was supposed to be okay. out. But Aquaman now got delayed to December 25th, 2023. Um, so Shazam is no longer coming out this year in the holiday spot. They, that got pushed to early next year, which I'm kind of bummed about. That was the one that yeah. I, was, I was like, you know, that is a family movie it's good it's gonna be a big blockbuster it's a superhero film but it's gonna be a lot of fun it's about your siblings and your family like that 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 would be a good christmas holiday exactly yeah see um and i think the first aquaman did come out around the holidays so Mm -hmm. i guess there is a precedent but shazam seems like it should take that holiday slot (laughs) like it seems like that is the family christmas movie you're right it's more fun more heartwarming it, it, it appeals to a broader audience i i don't know exactly why these got delayed i know we're in the midst the, the in the in the midst still of all the the big shakeups at uh the hbo discovery d- d- merger or like i guess warner media mm. dis- discovery merger um 
we're we're also still kind of dealing with the fallout from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, and she yeah. is in Aquaman. They haven't mm-hmm. announced anything. Some people are speculating. I'm wondering if they're somehow either rewriting her out of the movie or doing some reshoots for Aquaman. I don't know. Who knows what? Um, but those two got de- delayed a bit. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Sticking in that DC uh, wheelhouse. Oh, you have one more thing. Go no, ahead. No, I have to crawl underneath my desk and get my charger. Oh, okay. So keep talking. I'll be down there. I'll be back. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just going to be over here and real confused by everything. Melissa? Where'd you go? I'm back. Melissa, I'm so lonely. Help me. Please. She's yelling at me from underneath her desk. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. Let's let's uh, keep going on in the DC wheelhouse. So in the midst of the Warner Bros. Discovery uh, shakeup, one of the things in question was like, well, hey, that new uh, the Batman movie that yeah. people really liked. What's the deal with that? Because that supposedly there was a sequel in the works. There were some spinoffs uh, and that was kind of up in the and apparently Matt Raves has worked out some kind of new deal with Warner Brothers Discovery to continue some of that stuff. So the the uh, like Gotham Central style spinoff show might still be happening. There might still be that uh, the Batman two or that 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 Penguin spinoff. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly what all is coming out of that, but apparently he has some kind of new deal uh which is uh a good thing i think because that yeah. stuff was good that, that was a good yeah movie. i really enjoyed the batman i do look forward to seeing more out of that corner of the universe i think it's going to oh, yeah. be a very uh so far it's proven to be a very reliable uh, creative section of the narrative yeah hopefully yeah uh, and then last but not least for the DC news, Harley Quinn, the cartoon, got renewed for a season four. So, wow, that show is still trucking along. People love that show. Um, mm-hmm. That's so, what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I have not dived into that one yet. Um, real quick, we got some Netflix news. Love, Death and Robots was also renewed for a season four. I have yet to watch season three of that, but I'm I that that is a great show um little sci-fi anthology different kind of animation styles all Mm -hmm. sorts of good stuff that's a good one i'm excited about uh kind of switching over to to marvel stuff top gun maverick has surpassed infinity war at the box office wow Uh, that's quite a feat yeah i'm not sure what those numbers are exactly uh, but yeah, congr- con- congratulations to Top Gun Maverick. That was a good movie. Uh, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was very happy I went to go see it in an IMAX theater. And maybe that's part of what uh, has bumped it so far up is that a lot of people are seeing it in IMAX with these yes. like pricier tickets. And I, it is worth seeing multiple times. It, it is that hmm. good, 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 right? It is also the like, if you go say it, you need to go t- 
take someone else because you're just like like dude let, let's go watch this you have oh, to see I, this thing i went alone but i did go to like a i think i went the opening weekend or like the weekend mm-hmm. after like pretty close to the opening and the theater was n- nearly full so i was sitting there between strangers next to some older lady who's making like yeah. a loud <laughs> an exaggerated reaction noise every time something happens like oh <laughs> Oh, I had one of those hey. in my theater too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I I love. I love just a an engaged older lady who's it's, not saying words. She's not talking over the movie. She's okay. just reacting that's loudly. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, well, in Marvel news proper, apparently the Disney Plus show, the spinoff of Hawkeye. Echo has wrapped filming. Very nice. They are done with that. That's supposedly coming out next summer. I'm not sure exactly when. They said summer 2023, but if it's wrapped filming, who knows what that means? It might be early Mm -hmm. as spring next year, I think. I was trying to figure that out uh, today in one of the discords I'm in because on the review show, I would like to do another Marvel Comics. Oh, yeah. Like, here are some comics uh, that the next slate of like Marvel shows are based off of. I'd love to do uh, like uh, Wonder Man and here. um, God, uh, here's Iron Heart or here's Invasion or who knows. So I was trying to figure out, like, what is the next slate of them? And I wasn't quite Mm. sure. I think. I think Secret Invasion is next. Oh. I think that's the next show because that's been done for a while and that's yeah. supposedly been coming out or, or ha- is slated to c- come out at the end of this year, I think. Well, well, I guess we're going to find out next week. Soon, I think yeah. they'll, they'll update the, the phase five, phase four, five and six slates at D23. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, that and then I think what if season two is early next yeah. year um, and then maybe Echo, I think. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, but speaking of the Disney Plus shows, Ben Kingsley is reprising his role as Trevor Slatery in the Wonder Man series on <laughs> Disney Plus. I am honest, very I- happy to hear this. I'm yes, I'm ecstatic. I love <laughs> this. This is great. Um, man, to think that character from Iron Man three would then be in Shang Chi and now in Wonder mm-hmm. Man. Like, ah, uh, yeah, I yes. <laughs> what, what a journey! What a journey he's been on. Like, uh, Ben P- Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley, of course, yes. a knight yeah. of the realm, a very well respected actor, and. Trevor, such a sweetheart, such a goofy little sweetheart, wants to know how an ape can ride a horse. <laughs> right. I look forward to seeing him interact with more characters. And I like that the MC has grown so rich inadvertently. Like they were not planning, let's introduce this guy and put him in Wonder Man. They're this just doing this Wonder a, Man a brand story. New character. Like he's, I, I don't think he's <laughs> exactly. in the comic. Like, that's what's so fascinating is just like it's, new yeah. character and they ran yeah. and it was just like oh this is great i love it 
But I love that they're making the show about Wonder Man, who is an, an actor, a stunt yes. man. And they look around and they're like, wait a minute. We've got some we actors in, actor. in the canon already. We've yep. got Trevor Slattery. Perhaps this is when we will see the redemption of Ralph Boner. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> More Boner, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, so that, that's an interesting uh, one for sure. It'll be great to see him again. I'm excited about all of that stuff. Um, the only other kind of pop culture news thing that I actually don't have written down here, I, I did not see it until the day after. I still actually haven't watched it yet, uh, but the, apparently there's now a trailer out for this Weird Al yes! movie. Yes, uh, did, I watched it today. What did you think? It's, it's fun. <laughs> it looks like what you think it looks like, but I love that it is Daniel Radcliffe very obviously lip syncing to the actual Weird Al songs. Like he, he's not <laughs> singing. He's not trying to sound like Weird Al. Like it's very obvious on purpose. We're just going to play Al. <laughs> That's what you want to hear, right? We're going to play him. Yeah. I, so I've not watched the trailer yet. I completely missed when it got cut out. It would have been perfect to do a trailer reaction to um, <laughs> But I, I'm 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 oddly excited for that, especially since it's a Roku original movie. That's weird yeah to me. Uh, but I guess I'll check it out when it comes out. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It sh if you have a I don't know how easy it is to get the Roku channel if you do not own a physical Roku device. But there's a lot of smart uh, TVs that also have it built in and, and OK, just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's yeah. nice that it'll be easy to access although i would love to go see it in the theater go to the theater just lines of, of hawaiian shirts already right exactly <laughs> um so yeah good stuff with all of that uh i say however we take a quick break to do some housekeeping uh then when we get back i i want to talk about what we've been watching yeah. i recently i i think i mentioned it last week but we didn't get you talk a bit about it i finally watched severance uh <laughs> and some stuff so i want to talk about all of that uh if you've been following the podcast though for a, a, a bit you you might know that we uh do the, like the the I'll, I'll i'll be like hey it's time for the break and then we'll just yeah wait and it'll be a moment of silence i'm i'm trying to try something new with this so you guys will see our our housekeeping video on stream uh i'm just testing out some different things here workflows that may work differently uh so we are go go going to test that right now and we'll be back in just a sec for the second half of our show we put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make and yes we make multiple different shows here at the whatnots and we'd love it if you check them all out you can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice when you type in the whatnots all of our shows will pop up right there just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. 
You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. It means a lot. Uh, Cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, Melissa, you and I just finished up watching Fringe on the review show. It's been our our end of the month special for the past five months. We just recorded on the, the, the fifth and final season of that and if you're a longtime fan of the show i think it uh is a good finale yeah yeah for the show i i was very satisfied by the finale and i was just trying to explain the show to somebody who like maybe saw the first couple seasons when it aired years ago and it's like Mm -hmm. i get to the final season it's like I don't even want to say it to spoil you, but it sounds bonkers. It sounds really bananas when you try and lay it out in one neat linear line. Yeah, it's a wild, wild show. Uh, But coming up on the review show, we are now about to get into Shame Timber, uh, in which we each take turns uh, pitching something off of our list of shame, some kind of movie or something that we have not seen that we probably should have, whether it's a giant pop culture thing. It's like, how have you not seen Star Trek Wrath of Khan or who knows what? Uh, Something like that or something more specific to you. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, Melissa, this is such a Melissa movie. How have you not seen this? Um, Yeah. So for the first week of Shame Timber, we are watching the Godfather trilogy. Uh, it was one that I had not seen, and it worked out because, Melissa, you've not seen it either. So, nope, we are crossing that one off of our list, finally watching it and discussing it on the review show. That's what we will be uh, t- talking about this upcoming week. Yes, I wanted to check in and ask where you are if you've started it yet. So I am in the middle of the Godfather part two. I'm okay. Like way in on, on okay. that. He, he did the, the, the line of for Fredo and. Okay. And, and then, yeah. Okay. Cause I, when I looked it up on Paramount plus, I was going to share my dad's Paramount plus account and like his username and password weren't working for me to log in on my TV. So then he said, just come to the house and borrow my Roku for the week. <laughs> so there, there is there is something I do want to ask you, and this might be what you're bringing up here. So can yes. continue. Yeah. So when I looked it up, it said Godfather Part One, Godfather Part Two, and I didn't see Part Three. And I'm like, come on. I know this movie is not well regarded, but how do you have Parts One and Two and not Part Three? Where else am I supposed to get it? So I Googled it. And I think they do have it, but it's renamed as the Godfather Coda. And I wanted to make sure we both knew that. Yes. Yeah, that is. It's basically like the director's cut of that one, I think. Um, So there there is that. The thing that I wanted to ask you about is that. uh, So I I ended my subscription to Paramount Plus. I think it's running out the end of the month. 
uh, okay. ba- basically tonight at midnight. So I, I have Ooh. like till tonight at midnight to watch uh, Godfather 2 and then it's taking Godfather 1 and 2 off of the service. I think. Oh, I don't like that's the thing. Like it says it's available to stream until the 31st. And today's the 31st. So today, what are you doing here? I I can can (laughs) still watch it after we're we're done with this. This is so funny because this is what I also did. So I kept asking my dad, hey, can you send me your login info? And he's like, I haven't set you up yet. And I'm like, you don't have to set me up. Just give it to me. I can get in there. You don't have to make me a profile. I can do it on my own. I'm a big girl, dad. Uh, so it, it, I didn't, I wasn't able to start them until Sunday. And I, I was so, I did not realize that Godfather part two was three hours and 20 minutes long. I, I never would long. have foreseen that. I knew the first one was like three hours and I figured the second one was also like three hours, but that extra 20 minutes truly took me by surprise. And it's like, I want to watch this all in one sitting. I want to do the film, the honor. I want to pay it that respect. I'm not going to cut this up into chunks. And so I ended up staying up too late because it's like, I have to take the time that I have and spend it on Godfather. And I can't stop when it's bedtime. (laughs) I work in the morning. But I, I owe it to this family. I got to pay my respects to the family, Kyle, or who knows what's going to happen to me. Indeed. So I think it's funny that Indeed. both of us <laughs> have to like cram in Godfather Part Two, <laughs> America's longest film. Yeah. So I, I, I just wasn't clear if it was like going off the service because my subscription is ending and it's just ah. not in the free version. I think you can. There's certain things that are free okay. on it okay. that you can watch with ads. Or if it was like we're cycling it off of the service, at, which I don't know why they would do. It's their movie. Yeah, I, I, don't, mean, I don't know I, who else would have it. Who knows? But uh, that was just a, a weird thing with that. Um, last but not least for housekeeping. I, I know this is a long one. Also, not uh, the, the, that kind of got into not housekeeping territory there yeah i do have sorry. to say uh crossplay is coming to an end uh, oh. i am stepping down from that show uh long story short when i made crossplay our video game podcast i took it on knowing that i had too much on my plate with that and the mm. idea behind it was i will set the show up get some more people on the show eventually give them the show so that i could step back things don't always go according to plan and that's okay that's life um but uh about a month month and a half ago two months ago i'm not sure uh gino stepped down from the show and he was the one that was going to be hosting it and so when he stepped down i was like oh man that's kind of forcing my hand to let these guys know that i need to finally step down too it's been so uh unfortunately crossplay is coming to an end uh we recorded our final regular uh podcast Mm. uh this past week or uh, i guess today is wednesday so we recorded that yesterday um but we're not done completely we are trying to do like a a big last hurrah uh, maybe one or two specials uh at the end uh, we're trying to get some g- 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 guests on the show 
uh, and stuff, stuff, stuff like that. So, so don't unsubscribe yet. There is more coming, uh, but that show is coming to an end. That said, uh, both Alan and Ignacio uh, are making a new show. Uh, so they mm. they will be continuing to do that. It won't be on the whatnots, but uh, it they if you want a video game podcast uh, with most of the same hosts, they are working on something. Of course, I will let you all know what they are up to here on the show. Uh, I'm sure you will still see Ignacio from time to time. Yeah. Uh, who knows what they they're all welcome mm-hmm. back to 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 stop in uh, and stuff like that. But uh, you might see them every now and then on on reactions to Star Wars stuff or to trailers oh, or yeah. here on the captain's log. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately. That show is coming to an end, which is sad because I like that show. Yeah. I like talking yeah. about video games. Video games are I, cool. I liked that it was our neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to one episode and I, you guys put me on one episode and that was my direct <laughs> involvement with crossplay. But I liked knowing that it was out there and that you guys were yeah. having fun. Yeah, it, 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 it was a blast to make for sure. Uh, so it is sad to see that going away. Um, but yeah, I, j- I just had too much on my plate mm-hmm. and I'm kind of burnt out, to be honest. And so I need to scale back to a much more like, OK, I can breathe. I can relax. Mm. This is like now I can start to get creative again and do stuff like that. So there you go. That's all the housekeeping that we got for you. Melissa, let's talk yep. about some of the stuff we've been watching uh uh-huh. so a while back on the not not a while back two weeks ago on the review show we watched uh <laughs> the after party on apple tv plus uh yep. and i did my free week trial uh and i knew i was gonna stick with it for at least a month to be like all right let me finally ch- check out some of these sh- shows that are on there and so i immediately jumped into severance and pachinko uh yes and i i am here to say both of them are phenomenal melissa we need to talk about severance for a bit here because i know you've watched I it too i love it this show yes, is great it was this show is right. fantastic it's so up my alley i i need more office-based psychological horror Yes. with a lot of liminal spaces those are two of my favorite things God. i have to um i'm already forgetting all of their n- 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 names and stuff who was the uh co-worker the committee do a flip spider-man the the um, oh zach cherry yeah yeah he, he's he's great in this. he is, he is. I, I love him in this show down to ride for anything down to fight fuck some shit up he is down to fight best down for a waffle party right best character in in there i loved him to death he was great it's it's such a solid cast i think irving is my favorite he's such a sweetheart i love the irving and burt romance i love the episode where they have like that's his name yeah dylan 
I love the episode where uh, Irving and Bird have this like secret meeting in the spare room where they keep all the fake plants when they're not placed out in the office space. So it's like they're in this weird artificial jungle, just like tenderly touching foreheads against each other. It's great. I, I like. This is almost up there with yellow jackets in my life. Uh-huh, oh, my uh-huh. God. Like the yeah. mystery of what is happening in this show. I got hooked. I got so hooked. I, um, it's man. It, yeah, it's I cannot recommend this show enough. Please go watch it. Yes, if you have it's, not. it is absolutely worth it. It's so surprising. You think the show is leading you in one direction and then it swerves and it takes you somewhere else. It's aesthetically one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I love the art direction on this thing. I love that mostly episodes are directed by Ben Stiller. Yes. Way to go, Ben Stiller. Amazing job. I, I saw his name on that and I was like, oh my, is that the same Ben Stiller that I'm thinking of? Yeah. It yeah. T- turns you out should. it is. Good for him. Uh, like, holy cow. Uh, you a, should... <laughs> What else has he directed? Let me see. You should watch The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. He directed and starred in that a handful of years ago. I have ago. seen that. Um, okay. That one, that one I was not as impressed by. I've Because I've read that short story before, or I guess had it, we read it in class. And I know the movie is quite different from that. So I was maybe a little more disappointed and like, I wanted the little short st- story thing that they did there. Uh, but yes, well, that I, one it was still, still good. Yeah. I had no idea what was in the short story. Uh, I just, my, my original roommate, the one I first moved in here with, she was like, Oh, I love that movie. Let's put it on. Let's watch it. We'll have like a, a girl's night. One of the first couple yeah. of weeks she moved in here and then her boyfriend called and she was on the phone with her boyfriend in the other room the whole night. So it was just, Quality time, me and Ben Stiller. There Just us. Me, Ben Good Stiller, stuff. and the Icelandic landscapes. Uh, I'm looking at his uh, Wikipedia page here. Directorial debut. Uh, 1992, he was approached to direct Reality Bites. I don't know. Based uh-huh. on, I don't know if he actually did all that stuff. Um, He's in it. Interesting. Later direct. Uh, no. Anyways, uh, who knows? Yeah, I, I, I did not know that he had the chops to, to direct it and and direct something so good and like not what you'd yeah. expect from him. Um, no, no, I. Bravo. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Severance. I am so happy you've watched Severance. We can now be on the same wavelength with each other. The music yes! in the show is also Ugh. just haunting. It is so good. I, I just like I cannot. There's so many good things to say about this show. The, the creepiness of the, the opening credits. The, Some of the, the best set, opening credits out there. Yeah, so good. good. But just it, it's that weird like uncanny valley where it is CGI, but it's like they look like the characters all that stuff. It's just the whole thing is creepy because they do this like weird walk that is this like oh, zombie yeah. looking walk. And yeah. at first I'm, I'm, I'm like, look, I love what they did with this. But why the zombie walk? Like, I'm kind of confused, I, but I love it. 
I, I just we ugh, so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm so excited. I just keep saying like the first 25 percent of a syllable. <laughs> we are right? really living ugh. in a golden age <laughs> of TV opening themes because in the last year, well, I think Yellow Jackets came out late 2021. Mm-hmm. Yellow Jackets, Severance, Peacemaker, perhaps King of Them All. All really yes. stellar opening credit sequences. I'm happy yeah. we've had so many recently. Yeah, which uh, maybe keep your eye at the end of September here on the show because we are doing our fantasy giraffe. And Wait. I think we were doing best opening credits to yes. TV shows. Dang, I've blown so. my picks. Uh, I mean, hey, you, you might still get some of them. You're not wrong about those. Um, but yeah, the all of that stuff is fantastic. The, the the mystery goes all sorts of places. I was thinking that. Uh, so I I have a theory. I'm gonna mm. put this out there. Uh, so it, this did not happen in season one. So it's not spoilers. But no. as I'm heading there watching it just trying to rack my brain about what's potentially happening i uh that's i will i guess to back up a bit if you don't know the show it is a workplace horror thriller uh yes dark, it's dark that. comedy at the yes. same time but it is about a company that now has or uh, about a world that now has the technology to implant this device in someone's head that splits your consciousness in a way, way that your work self is an entirely different and separate person from your like non-work mm. so the minute you enter your office um that is your work self and they don't know anything that you do on the outside they don't remember it they don't have dreams about it like their consciousness starts and stops when they enter that building and it's almost like they teleport like to them that's kind of what the sensation is when they leave and then come back that next Mm. day it's not like they're sleeping for eight hours it feels like teleporting um, mm. is is how i can dis- describe it so it, it is these characters and their two consciousnesses tr- like trying to cope with that and then mm. their outside selves starting to get curious about what their inside like work selves are up to and the work selves starting to get curious about what the outside selves are up to as well as what the c- company is up to yeah because the company is huge and segregated and yes you mentioned these like just winding hallways and like back room style like there's this building it's huge and there's no one here but they say this is a huge company with like the thousands of people working here and just like what is going on it's wild um but in the mystery of trying to figure out what is happening and all of this stuff, I was like, I wonder if there's a seat like secretly there's like a third or fourth consciousness in there that they can switch on whenever they want. Like there is this like fail safe thing that they can do there. Uh, turns out not to be the case, at least yet. 
Uh, yeah, but, the, um, the opportunity is there. Like these yeah. uh, these people, they walk into the building and like they work in the bottom floor. They work in the basement and like they get in the elevator and it's on the elevator on the elevator ride down that they switch. And then mm-hmm. they're their business personality. And the day ends, they go back up the elevator. They switch back like their identity is geographically locked. So, yeah, we don't know if like if they are taken to the CEO's office if they have a separate identity there, if they vi- physically visit any other part of the company, if they are transferred to a different office, do they become a third person? Right. Yeah. Like may- maybe one of them has to pick up like a weekend job to do this and they happen to go, you know, work for the same like, they, you know, like, hey, I, I, can do you have something else in another department that I can do on weekends or like you know just mm-hmm. stuff like that something like that would be an interesting twist or complication to the the whole thing but yeah it is it, it's it, it is both such an awkward show it's so one person in a discord that i'm in when i started to gush about the show and be like you guys need to go watch this if you haven't mm-hmm. um i was like i have to second the recommendation but i almost wasn't into the show uh Mm. because the first episode or two two is just real slow and the whole show yeah is slow like there's no like it it is a slow burn like a creeping mystery uh but i say i was hooked from the get-go uh but they thought like i and i can see how some people would be like it's slow it's awkward it's weird i don't know if i'm gonna be into Mm -hmm. this but oh my god this show goes places and they were like yeah by the end i was just like oh my god this show is amazing Uh (laughs) um fantastic stuff i'm glad i watched that i great one of my favorite genres of tv are one actor playing several characters or several actors playing the same character Yeah yeah indeed um man i i i cannot wait to explore that building more in season two and find out what's happening uh yes and just god the the weird history of this company it's it's a it's really interesting to be (laughs) the show is very anti-capitalist and anti-corporation uh but it is a show about a giant corporation produced by one of the biggest corporations in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's so contradictory and all of the stuff that is it's just it's a weird combination of stuff but i love it it's so good yeah <sighs> I, I i do like the initial conflict of that this is a process that people can choose to undergo they can choose to yeah get themselves severanced and they're like our main character chooses to do it because his wife has died and he's like i want eight hours a day where i am not conscious and i don't think about my wife being dead yeah like you can see that there well, are let me just not be sad yeah right yeah like they're in like they don't remember anything that happens outside the office so it's a way to keep whatever they're working on super super secret like there's no way to like leak any information and you have no idea what they're doing and of course you suspect it might be sinister but i like that there's enough ambiguity of 
this thing is not like 100% evil. Like you can see it from certain angles like, oh, that does have some real practical application. I can see why somebody would volunteer to have that done to themselves. And that might be a real working lifestyle for them. I like that the premise is a question that you would think about, would I ever get that done? How would that affect my life? Like it's it's a quest. You're not immediately like thumbs down. Maybe you are, but you're like, oh, that's interesting. Let me chew on that for a little while. What would that yeah. mean? Yeah, and it it sounds like within the world, this is not the only company that mm. does this. There are other companies out there, but this is or this seems to be the main one or the one that developed it. Uh, and and then that technology has spread. Uh, So who knows? We might even get to see like another character working at another place uh, that that, that, like they they work at McDonald's. And when they go, they are full Ronald. (laughs) They've gone full McDonald. (laughs) Oh, my. They work at KFC and like their their inside personality knows the 11 herbs and spices, but their outside personality doesn't and can never tell. Exactly right there is some like also like corporate security you can do with that stuff right wild stuff um but i'll i'll give you some time to talk about uh some of the stuff you've been watching however i do want to say go watch pachinko pachinko yeah tell is... me about pachinko i don't know anything about it sure so all right so i i i heard about pachinko online i saw some people tweeting a baby about it uh especially one paul bay um and mm-hmm. so i was like all right you know, you know if, if he's interested in this show why not this is a show that follows a korean family uh through multiple generations uh it starts in the like 1920s uh in korea that has been occupied by Japan. They've been invaded and mm. colonized. Um, and it is about this family's struggle to survive, to integrate into this new culture. Is that what they should do? Uh, they have to move to Japan. You know, but most of the show is a mix between like the 1920s-ish and then the like late 1980s, early 1990s, where okay. the grands are like the yeah, the grandson has now moved to America and he's working for this big company uh, and he's up for promotion and he absolutely should be the one that gets it, but they don't give it to him. And when he kind of pushes about why you can tell it's like oh they're racist like they don't Mm. want to give this to him um but then he has this counter proposal that's like hey there's this like hotel chain that i can get you uh or that like this land that i can get you that has been bothering like that you can't get because there's this one woman uh that is being stubborn and won't leave the property mm. like she she owns this one bit that this company uh needs and he's like i can get you that and if i do not only do i want the position i want the the pay these bonuses all these titles like all that stuff mm-hmm. written down he's like I, I know that i can get you this so he goes back to japan 
to work on this, visit his family. But it's 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 a straight up drama. Um, mm-hmm. It is a family drama, but it is expertly shot, expertly told. The way the past is mirroring things that's happening in the future is masterful. It's it is a master class in storytelling. Um, the w- when a certain character is dying in the more modern times, maybe a certain character is being born in ah. in the in the the nineteen twenties and stuff like that. Um, most of the show is in Korean and Japanese. Um, it goes back and forth between those two. There is some English in there, but not much. Um, so I think that's partly why it's maybe not getting as much of a buzz. It is that 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 what that like two inch barrier that uh mm-hmm. they what's what's his name um Bong who is the director Bong Joon Ho yes Bong Joon Ho said mm-hmm. in in his speech he's like there's so much good stuff out there you could just get over that two inch barrier this is one of those things it's fantastic um. One of the actors from Boys Over Flowers uh, is in this, uh, which is a popular K-drama. Um, okay. I, I I haven't watched it. It's been one that I've wanted to pitch on on the review show at some point, um, but I, I have not watched it. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, man, it is wild the places it goes it got me emotional i cried at one of the episodes Mm -hmm. like halfway and i was bawling uh because it's like the the swell of pride that uh these characters feel and you feel with them is just spectacular um and then at the end they interview a bunch of real life people that went through all of this stuff that lived in korea in the 1920s uh, or, or, or sh- shortly after uh, when Japan had colonized, some of them stayed there. Some of them had to move to Japan. Uh, some of them then moved to America, I think. Uh, but they interviewed that and they're all like, yeah, like 90 something years old, 100 years old. And they yeah they just get to interview them to be like what was it like and what do you remember and it's like actual footage of these uh, not of the characters in the show but just of real people who experience that um i cannot recommend it enough a couple weeks ago when i was uh talking about uh shows that are underrated uh-huh i think this is kind of in that same category it, it it I'm sure will be critically acclaimed, but just not as many people watching it. It's not the new game of the Thrones. It's not the big action blockbuster. It's in mm-hmm. mostly Japanese and Korean. Right. They're like, go watch this. Don't skip out. Absolutely brilliant. So good. So, OK, that okay. is I believe you. Hanko. <laughs> And also has, has great opening credits, too. Oh, nice. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> as much as you recommend a show, if you've already watched a show, it takes me longer to watch it in my own life. 
Because then oh, I, I know, know yeah. I can't pitch it and make it podcast homework. Oh, you absolutely can. That that's totally <laughs> fine. You'd be like, hey, you like your recommendation told me let me pitch this on the the, the show. That's okay. totally I'll, fine. I'll keep a list of shows you've already watched but told me you would watch again. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go go check that one out. Cause that that one's a good one. Mm-hmm. Stuff indeed. Um, yeah, did did you did you want to get to the, the stuff you've been watching? You you had some YouTube's Harry's written down, right? I did. There is an old favorite YouTube series ah. of mine. It is called This Exists. I think the channel is just the host's name, which is Sam Sutherland. And when I yes, oh my god, I click on YouTube and there's one right there waiting for me. Thank you for nice. saving me a couple <laughs> clicks. Uh, this is a YouTube show that I found in I think like 2016 or 2017 was when I first got into really watching a lot of YouTube making it like my main form of entertainment making it like not just something I would turn on sometimes but I check this every day I have subscriptions I check to see what's new in my subscriptions like this is my habit like I follow these as much as I follow my podcasts or narrative tv shows or anything like that yeah. Uh, and this exists was one of those first ones. And then it it was on hiatus for a long time. The creators, you know, they come on to do several other different video projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's put out a video the other week that said, I think I can bring this exists back. He's Canadian. And he's like, I think I could get Canadian funding for this art project. He's like, oh, fill cool. out this like, in the link in the description. There's like a Google form. Fill out the Google form. If I get enough support, I'll show the Canadian government and maybe they'll help me fund this. That's smart of him. Yeah, but this exists. There are these little videos. They're pretty short. Uh, Most of them are like uh, six, eight minutes or something. Uh, Just about weird things that exist, especially like pop culture things, like really specific musical subgenres. Or there's an episode. um, I think the most popular upload. This is a wild one. Black MIDI songs will kill your brain and your computer. It's a video about MIDI songs that are so dense with notes that it's not just like, you know, the typical like musical bar with the do do like the little notes on it. You've seen music. You've seen sure, like, sheet yeah. music. You know what it looks like? Yeah. There's so many notes on it. It's just like black. It's all black. That's why it's called black MIDI. And like <laughs> it plays you the song. But like all these notes are so densely compressed and layered over each other. And there are like three minute long, like chirpy little MIDI songs that the files are so large, it will break your computer and your computer can't play them. And just the machine just starts smoking. And <laughs> mm-hmm. that's wild. That's cool. Yeah. Really fascinating stuff. There's a video on um, the Internet's most unsettling wiki. That's about the SCP Foundation episodes about lost media. This was part of my. Uh, my deep dive into lost media. Yeah, so you're a big, big fan of that stuff. Indeed. Yeah. Just just look up. This exists. Lots of short videos. Really, really fascinating things. You can find like at least one in here uh, th- that will fascinate you. That's cool. I like that. It's a good idea. It reminds me. So there's a video game that came out yesterday that I'm really, really interested in uh, and I want to check out soon called immortality 
Uh, uh-huh. It's by a creator named Sam Barlow. Uh, and he's made a couple games like this where it's an FMV video game. So it's not CGI. It's not made on a computer. It's filmed like he actually got actors to be in it and it's not motion capture it's not on a green screen it's like basically a movie i'm happy fmv um, continues to live oh yeah it's still around but this one in particular is uh, a mystery about a woman who not much is known about her she was supposedly a famous mm. actress. However, she only filmed three movies and none of them ever came out. And then <laughs> she disappeared. I and, love it. Yeah. And so the the like not phenomenon, but like the whole thing is like the only footage that this like the only proof that this woman existed were these three movies that never came out so <sighs> what happened to her what happened to these movies that they never came out like what what's going on here and that's the mystery and you get to watch like all of this <laughs> footage and skim through it um but what's neat is you can pause it and then with your cursor on the screen, you can go and point to like, oh, there's a planet, you know, light that's right here. If you zoom uh-huh. in on that planet and like do like, uh, I'm not sure what the the button is, but like the investigate button, it will do a match cut to another time in that same movie huh. or in a different one that has a similar theme so like oh it might be like neon lights and so it takes me to a another scene with neon lights or it's like oh that's a a planet so uh let me like match cut that to another planet that happens to be in one of these these things here um and so yeah you just have to like start piecing things together of like what happened as you get to watch these movies, some behind the scenes stuff. It's it, it's all like un uncut, so it right. It's like they'll say cut, but the cameras are still rolling. So you'll see the actors then like stop and dr- 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 and drop character, and they'll d- 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 they will discuss stuff and you're like oh i'm getting a weird vibe from that guy what's happening over here who is it let me investigate this guy right uh so that reminds me of that that stuff there so that's cool yeah uh and <laughs> so it's, it's speaking of netflix i i saw some something today on twitter that that game should be c- coming to netflix soon oh my god netflix has uh for the for the past year or so been diving into video games uh they they've bought in uh some studios and have released some if you have the netflix app on your phone they are included in your subscription Mm. um, stuff like that so hopefully soon that will be available to netflix subscribers uh, which would be a great one to play that's me yeah i've never tried well I mean, we've never tried like Bandersnatch or any of the other sort of choose your adventure games on there. But then I remembered one time Jack and I did do a choose your own adventure for Puss in Boots. There you go. 
They like they have some for kids, and we found a Puss in Boots one from the world of Shrek. <laughs> we took Puss in Boots on a variety of different adventures. <laughs> That's funny. But no, so, yeah, I've so, not done a real game for adults. Yeah, so they, I mean, they do have the Bandersnatch thing on Netflix. I know they have like a Minecraft story mode on there too, but mm, Netflix has I've been getting into like, you can actually play real games. It's not like a, ch- a choose your own adventure uh, thing on there. Um, but but yeah, interesting stuff for sure. Cool. Neat. Uh, I also wanted to shout out a podcast I found recently. Somebody. Oh, oh, I think it was on like the Slash Filmcast recommended this to me. This is a uh, documentary series from a couple of years ago. I think maybe like 2019. And it is called Headlong Surviving Y2K. Like it's a larger series called Headlong that does little like. I don't know, uh, six episode runs of like docu-series and like this particular one is Surviving Y2K. It's all about the millennium and it's like starting starting, like the decade out. Like it keeps narrowing into this time frame and it talks about like programmers who discovered the issue and like work to solve it. Other people who are like, that's not real. Don't buy into this whole Y2K compliant things. It's a little sham. And other people are like, people are overselling it. But also there are real coders really working hard to fix real problems that could have a lot of damage if we didn't do this. And people who are viewing the millennium itself, less of a Y2K, less of a computer changeover and more of this great biblical spiritual moment. Like there's this woman from a very religious family and her and her husband and her kids sell everything they have and go to Jerusalem. And they're like, we're going to find the Ark of the Covenant. And they like live there illegally wearing like, wow, they live as they did in the Bible. They're like, we're just going to wear robes. We're going to travel around on donkeys. Uh, we were taking new biblical names. No, we're not going home to Minnesota. All these things Goodness that people gracious. did in preparation for this. And the the two episodes that are specifically about like New Year's Day, like New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, like there's a plot about the race between these two women to have the first baby born in Utah in the new millennium. <laughs> Which one Goodness. of them's gonna give birth first? And how there's like controversy what? of like well, like they left the baby's feet in the mom and then took the feet out right after midnight. That doesn't count. Why'd they give that baby the award? <laughs> but there's this one subplot it's about this woman. technicality. <laughs> <laughs> they had their right foot in. <laughs> <laughs> there's this one subplot about this woman who tried to, who held up a bank in Kansas on New Year's Eve, and there's this big standoff that didn't end until like two in the morning. That is, uh, wow. I mean, it's it's harrowing, it's tragic, and it's also so funny that it's this really sassy, like twenty two year old woman, and you feel so bad for her that she's in this situation, but also she's like giving attitude on the phone to the FBI. Like all she wants to do is talk to her boyfriend Sean. She refuses to talk to anybody but Sean. She's like, FBI, you can suck my ass if you don't get Sean up here right now. I'm going to keep all these bank employees. It's 
It is wild. I I I can't believe this <laughs> one story hasn't been turned into a movie or a miniseries or something. It's such a fascinating mix of Amazing. all of these really strong emotions happening. That's wild. That sounds right. really cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that would be a great like movie dramatization thing. Man, that'd be wild. I. I heard like I heard it and they've got all the recordings of all of these like hostage negotiation tapes. Oh, perfect. And it reminded me of the spree we've been on with like I don't like Pam and Tommy or something. Like this is our next yes. dramatization of a uh like a, a news event of yesteryear that's looked back on with like uh, some level of humor but also we are trying to tell the real story of the real people that this thing happened to. It's it's I've never heard anything that is so funny and so sad at the same time. <laughs> it's this is a, a series of emotions. It's so much to experience. Uh, if you are up for it, please check out Headlong Surviving Y two K. It's just like a like a six episode series. I think there's like one bonus episode. It's fascinating. Good stuff. Thanks for sharing that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well. With that, I say we wrap things up for this week uh, and uh, we can end things there. Like I said, at the end of the month, end of September, uh, be on the lookout for our our uh, fantasy draft where I believe we will be drafting best TV we, opening credits. We right? may. That, that we, like we, best opening theme song was the thing. I we think. decided this in like January. We it can be anything we want, Kyle. If we have a new I mean, better yes. idea, like if it's just us or if we're able to get a guest or two on, I would love to have a guest on for these drafts. But oh, like yeah, we can sure. we tailor this is that. set in stone. We can tailor it to whatever the sitch is that night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh cool. Well, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. This is a show I co-host with my brother Jams about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Uh, and we've been recording some really fun Halloween episodes lately. So Ooh, nice. listen for those in the Halloween month. Starting to get to spooky season. Love it. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, if you guys want to follow me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And of course, if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, we will be back next week with some more Captain's Log action. This has been number 203 of the show. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.